Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast. My name is Emma Mumford and I'm your host. I'm an award-winning blogger, YouTuber, life coach, badass entrepreneur, manifester and author. My mission is to awaken and to inspire women to live their best lives now and to find their purpose in life. I do this through sharing the power of law of attraction and spirituality. I hope my podcast will inspire you to raise your game and to start living your best life today. Without further ado, let's get started with this week's episode. Hi guys and welcome to another episode of Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today and seeing as my first ever London Spiritual Queen Summit was at the weekend or last week as you will be hearing this, I thought it was a great time to talk all about confidence and all about the fear of speaking up and voicing our beliefs or voicing our passion and you know like getting up in front of people and saying this is me this is what I'm about I get this so much from you know even ladies at the summit were saying it even clients I've coached so many people say how can I have the confidence to speak out how can I have the confidence to do public speaking how can I really you know get out of my comfort zone and get over this fear of speaking up or speaking my truth or speaking in public in general and it's really interesting because People always say to me like, you're so confident, Emma, like you've been doing this for years. But let me tell you a secret. When I was a child, I didn't speak. I was so quiet. I remember it. And, you know, my parents always used to be like, come on, Emma, say something. And I would just not want to speak. I'd be so shy, so nervous, wouldn't say anything. I was just a very quiet child, which I'm sure my parents freaking loved anyway. But if you look at how I am now, you would think, well, how does, you know, a, a quiet, timid child go to, you know, a confident woman who can just get up and stand up and say whatever she wants in front of, you know, a big audience, small audiences, one-to-one. And the honest truth is, is that it took time. But equally, the summit was actually the only second time or third time, actually, the third time I had done public speaking. So, a lot of people thought that this, I'd done it for years and I was like, I really, really haven't. So the first time I did public speaking was at my event I did a couple of years ago for blogging and money saving. So I did a free event in London and that was like my first event as such and first, yeah, I guess public speaking job for sure. Then my second one was the Get Lit Retreat, which I did with Aisha last year. So obviously that was, I did that twice. So 
yeah, technically that's my fourth. I'm losing track of numbers. <laughs> it's because it was the Get Lit Retreat. I classed it as one. But yeah, I spoke at the Get Lit Retreat twice. So I did have two speaking opportunities then. But, you know, I was just throwing myself into it. I'd never spoken about spirituality before or law of attraction publicly. And I was just like, you know, I trusted Aisha. I trusted her vibes. And I knew that, you know, people would be going to those events who were open to spirituality or had tried maybe the law of attraction or heard of it. But to my surprise, hardly anybody in that room had heard of it. So it was to my kind of benefit because I could do like a really basic workshop, but I was nervous as hell, nervous as hell. So if you think about it, really, this is my fourth, you know, public speaking gig as such it was my own summit for like you know most of the day in front of all of my followers so I really did have to you know just jump in and push myself but I will get to my top tips later on for what I did but essentially it doesn't matter like where you've come from it doesn't matter how quiet you were as a child like I did loads of acting as a child and performing arts I really really loved musical theatre um but i I never had the confidence with it. I would, you know, do it and enjoy it and love it. But I wouldn't say I was one of those like really confident, outgoing people who really owned the stage. I was pretty much like the fucking extra the whole time. And that was fine for me. That suited me. I didn't really like the limelight as such. I enjoyed acting and performing, but I wasn't like, I didn't really care about being in the front. I didn't really care about being seen. I was just there. I was just there for the heck of it. I was just there for the fun and I enjoyed what I did. And it just, it does shock me when I think back about how quiet I used to be. And I think my confidence definitely came from going to, you know, my performing arts things I used to do at the weekends, like making friends with, you know, people. And it's really funny because we've like always stayed in touch. We're all really spiritual now. So it's really funny that we've all kind of gone from that performing arts background into spirituality as such or believe in the law of attraction. So yeah, I think for me, my confidence came from feeling comfortable in that group environment, feeling comfortable in those acting sessions, feeling comfortable in front of those people to, you know, improvise, do improvisation, do comedy, do all sorts of things. And yeah, for me, it was just like nothing serious. You know, I knew I never wanted to be an actress. I knew I never wanted to like pursue performing arts as such. So for me, it was just really a creative outlet for me at that age. And something I definitely think that did help build my confidence for sure, because you're like put up on that stage. And I remember like all these performances we used to do where you're like put on stage um, in front of loads of people and you have to act single dance. Um, So I think that definitely helps my confidence for sure growing up to speak more and communicate more with people because when I was like a really small child like I was very quiet but I wasn't really doing performing arts back then so more into my teenage years I definitely became more confident and definitely flourished into a more chatty enthusiastic person who who had the confidence as such. But as I said in my previous, you know, podcast and things, I always knew that I'd be well known for what I did. I had no idea what it was. It was like this knowing intuition as a young child that, you know, for at that age, you know, YouTube didn't exist, blogging didn't exist, nothing like this existed. So for me, being well known was a celebrity. You either had to be a dancer, singer, pop star, um, a footballer's wife or you know like the really like old school celebrities that's how you would be well known so I just presumed I'd maybe marry a famous celebrity or 
I would be an actress, who knew? But I didn't really want to be an actress because I didn't really enjoy learning lines. I didn't really enjoy, um, yeah, I enjoyed like playing the characters and stuff and, you know, creating the plays and being creative, but I hated learning lines. It was the bane of my life and I never, ever remembered them, ever. <laughs> so moving on into my adulthood, um, I think it was almost just a natural confidence that came, you know, I was very confident in my work, in my career, um, throughout all of my jobs, I was very confident with customers, confident selling, confident, you know, I think I was just myself, more than anything, I was myself, I wasn't there, I didn't give a crap about targets, I didn't give a crap about selling to people, I was there to help people and communicate with people, and if that resulted in sales, great, if it didn't, I didn't care, but obviously my bosses didn't have the same outlook as me on life um and I think that's what naturally made me hit my sales targets every month was by not giving a not giving a fuck essentially and because I'd let it go and surrendered the universe was like no problem you can have all these sales so I was the number one top salesman every month because I just didn't care didn't care didn't you know I didn't rob people I didn't like try to sell stuff to people that they didn't need I just you know made helpful suggestions every now and again if they actually genuinely needed it and you know the universe delivered customers that generally were in alignment with that product and needed it and it made my job really enjoyable and it didn't feel negative well some jobs did feel negative especially working in the bank but phone wise it didn't feel negative because I knew that that person generally wanted that product and had made that decision by themselves like not by my influence of wanting commission or etc so I think in my adult life I never I never had the fear of speaking out but as soon as I got my depression um like three well four or five years ago now um before I started my couponing website you know, to go from someone who couldn't even leave the house or someone who was confident to someone who couldn't even leave the house. Again, I went very quiet. I didn't speak about things. I didn't speak to people. I was very, very quiet and kept myself to myself. To then launch a couponing business, I mean, at the time, you know, let's look at Mrs. Hinch. It was exactly like that. It was a case of just wanting to help people, sharing tips, and then it just blew up almost like overnight very quickly I gained a lot of followers um you know as well known for that I then had to go in the national press and do interviews and I was like oh my god what am I gonna do and like people are gonna judge me and it was a surreal experience to have to speak up I guess and obviously like let's be real it wasn't even spirituality it was about couponing and money saving but it was a surreal position to be in to then be put in the public eye and the kind of like spotlight for a com you know for not for acting not for singing not for something I could almost hide behind like I always think like in the acting times and in the you know performing at performing arts times I could hide behind that character like the confidence would come through that character because I was portraying a character it didn't mean I was confident it meant that character was confident so I guess for me it was a real big test of my inner strength and character because I couldn't hide behind a character it was me it was Emma and and I had to stand there and be like, okay, here's how you save money on like national TV live. And I st it still baffles me how comfortable I was with live TV. I still remember the first time I went on this morning, I didn't feel nervous. I didn't feel scared. It was like natural to me. And I think it's, I almost think it's actually easier to not feel nervous. I very, very rarely get nervous nowadays or ever because when I'm doing something I'm passionate about and I know inside out and it's my truth and it's me, you can't go wrong. 
I think my nerves more stemmed from the acting side because obviously it was a script, it wasn't natural to me and I had to force my mind to almost remember that stuff. Whereas couponing and money saving at that time was like my absolute passion, it flowed, I could talk about it for hours and the same with spirituality now, like I could talk about it for hours, 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 hours. So it felt absolutely natural to me to go on TV and have a natural conversation with the presenters about couponing and money saving. Now, to some people, they'd be like, well, Emma, that's not really a natural situation. But I guess, okay, you've got some cameras in front of you. But for me, I just saw it as, right, I'm sitting next to Holly and Philip. We're having a conversation. This is great. I didn't think about the millions of people at the end of the TV, because I think if you did, you'd panic. So Everybody was really loving and comfortable in that situation and really like, you know, it's a very family culture at this morning. So I always felt really calm and really positive and really, you know, supported. So I think that that like really helped me as such. But essentially when you're talking about something that sets your soul on fire, that really helps you, that natural passion and confidence will flow. It may take practice, but it's about learning your truth. What I found is that when you understand your truth and you understand your point that you want to make or your teachings or whatever it may be, your course, your book, whatever, when you truly understand what you are wanting to share with the world, it is almost like you can't not talk about it. (laughs) It's like something flows to you where it's like, I'm just going to tell everybody and anybody who will listen to me. And, you know, let's not forget, I've had five years of this. I've had five years of, you know, working in the working in the public light in the spotlight you know I've had no press training absolutely none whatsoever and you know a lot of tv companies were quite surprised because they're like we were really professional you're really good and you know I've had the nickname of one take wonder because I deliver everything so well in the first take that if you make me do a second take I will fuck it up because I I won't be able to repeat the same channeled information so I always found it funny that like I nailed it in one shot because I'd be like, great. So live TV was, you know, a piece of cake for me because it was my one shot wonder time. And I think that's that's the key is to like realize, you know, with YouTube, you have, you know, even with this podcast, you can edit stuff. You can, you know, edit mistakes. If you stumble upon your words, if you say the wrong thing, you can edit it, everything. Um, but I guess when you're stood up in front of people, in a room or at an event or even on live TV or press, it is difficult because if you do say something wrong, that's out there. But it's about knowing and trusting that the universe will always channel whatever is meant to be said through you at that time. And you know, sometimes we do muffle, like, you know, we get our words wrong. I do it all the time. You will hear it in this podcast. You will hear it in my work. I muddle my words up so much, but you know what? That doesn't make you look stupid. That's just real life. Like that is literally real life humanness. And okay, on videos and YouTube videos and blogs and podcasts, yeah, you can edit that out. Of course you can edit it, but even if you were to do it in public, you know, no one's going to think anything less of you. You don't even notice it. And, you know, I've had instances where my voice goes or like I start coughing and I'm like, what's happening? And like, it almost feels like the biggest amount of time and like everybody's watching you. But then when I've watched it back on camera, it's literally like the most minuscule throat clearing ever. And that's again, just natural. So there are lots of things that you can kind of do. And I think definitely just 
aligning with what you want to talk about is definitely my first top tip because when you align with it and when you feel it in your soul and you know it is your truth and you're really, really passionate about it and it doesn't have to be spirituality, it could be anything in this world you want to talk about or work with, that's when you really feel comfortable and confident. It will be a natural confidence. You know, I haven't had to go and do this time and time again. It's not a case of just get out and go and do it. Yeah, it is a little bit, but I have just gone out and done it. And not many times, if that makes sense. You know, that's still my fourth time. So it's not like I've been doing it for years. So really it's about trusting the universe and trusting yourself more than anything. And what I found as well is since being in the spiritual sphere, you know, at my summit, like, oh my God, I felt so held and supported. Like you, if any of you came, like, thank you so much. Like, I think because it was just such a room full of positive people, love and light, I felt 100% held, I felt safe and it was an incredible feeling to have because sometimes you do walk into situations or public, you know, where you've got to talk and you, you may not feel held or supported but, you know, I really did and I've noticed a lot with the press I've done recently as well. I felt really held and supported when speaking out and I think that just comes from my confidence and the vibes that I admit of, the confidence in my work and the confidence of what I'm speaking about. But water is my number one tip for public speaking. Jesus, like I was terrible before. I remember it was my first Get Lit Retreat speech or talk, should I say, and I was just verbally diarying everywhere. And I don't know what came over me. It was obviously adrenaline, but I was speaking so fast I was so nervous and it was because I'd actually like not really planned what I was going to talk about I didn't know really much about the room I didn't really know if they were at the beginner stage or they were quite spiritual and because they weren't very spiritual it's obviously quite a very beginner kind of workshop and for me like I knew it was easy to talk about it I talk about it all day long One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. But for some reason, I just verbally diarrheaed. And because I was talking so fast and I wasn't breathing and I wasn't, I thought, Jesus, this must sound so like quick to everybody. Like everyone must be like, oh my God, talk slower, talk slower. Cause I was like, talk slower, talk slower. And I couldn't, I don't know what was wrong with me. Like, 
I just kept talking. I guess it was nerves. I guess it was the first time that I had um, really stood up and spoken about spirituality in a public space away from my following. But also I look at what was going on in my life at that time and I was very much on edge. I was going through a difficult situation in my personal life and I think that anxiety like filtered through to that talk in a weird way, although I was quite happy that day, like nothing bad had happened. I think that anxiety of my life in general at that time had like passed through into my kind of energy as such as I was talking. So I was like verbally diarying and then my throat was closing up. I was like having to drink water and I wasn't drinking water regularly. So although it was only a half an hour talk, my voice was going like, you can tell I had some throat chakra issues put it that way and it was true because it was the first time I was speaking up and in my personal life I wasn't speaking up about certain things so you can see the correlations and it was really funny because Hannah for instance when she spoke at my summit at the weekend it was the first time that she'd done public speaking which really shocked us because she was an absolute pro we were like oh my god I wish I was that good on my first go everybody said it like how confident and you know how you just couldn't even tell, you couldn't tell. She was absolutely amazing. And the night before she got some like quite big spots around her mouth on her feminine side. And she was like, oh no, like what a nightmare. I've had two big spots come up. And I said, do you not think it's a coincidence though that they're on your divine feminine side? Your talks about divine feminine. This is the first time you're speaking out in public and it's around your mouth. So little things our body does can like give us those signs of like, this is a big thing. Um, And you know, it's nothing to worry about. Spots go, do you know what I mean? Like coughs go, throat clearing goes, you know, my throat's normally the worst for me. Um, But these little things, you know, they're not a scent test. It's not to like put you off and be like, you should not be speaking because your throat chakra is unaligned. It's actually just showing you that it's really something you need to upkeep. So for me, you know, I do work on my throat chakra a lot. And because in the last year, I've gone through a heck of a lot of transformation and up-leveling that I do speak way more of my truth now. And especially in my personal life, I speak a lot of my truth. So for me, it was a real big kind of milestone almost when I got up and stood at my summit and my voice flowed seamlessly. I wasn't coughing. My throat, I didn't need to clear my throat every five seconds. I drunk lots of water. I made sure that I had lots of water with me because I know that I do get really thirsty and that's what flares up my throat. So like, I know it sounds simple, but you know, learn what your body needs when you're sharing your truth. And because, you know, for for Hannah, it's obviously that like divine feminine. But for me, it was that water. It was that working on my throat chakra and being held in that situation. I didn't verbally diarrhea. I delivered everything calmly I delivered everything from my divine feminine instead of my masculine which was a real big you know improvement for me because I'd been working on my feminine energy and I was able to stop pause take my time and I was like I don't even feel nervous I feel really centered here grounded and again that was a hundred percent the energy of the room so do make sure like if you're doing public speaking if you're speaking at anything that you really ground your energy in that room like ground the energy even if it's not like a spiritual event just set some intentions yourself that you're going to ground the energy in the room and like really create a positive vibe in that room because it's really going to help you to feel comfortable it's going to help you to feel settled and you to be able to deliver what you need to say in the best way possible. So if you can relate to the throat issues, I definitely think like look into throat chakra work 
Um, and if even you feel like crippled with fear of speaking, like, you know, definitely look into your fear of persecution, like look into the wound. Where has that wound come from where you feel almost paralyzed speaking to people or speaking your truth? And like I said, it's really interesting looking at where my life was a year ago and how I delivered that talk and where my life is now and how I delivered my summit talk. Because for me, I... I really sat down and I was like, right, how am I going to be able to create great workshops for people? You know, I I did two half an hour workshops at my summit and I was like, how can I, you know, make it relatable for everybody of all stages if they're new or they've been doing it a long time. And obviously, you know, I cover so many topics in my work. I thought, you know, there's a lot I can cover. I want to make sure that it's really useful and beneficial for people. So, I'd heard a few people say this to me, that a lot of teachers channel everything they say. They do not plan anything. Now, being a Virgo, that was physically impossible for me to just wing it entirely, but I do wing a lot of stuff. As I said at my summit, I have winged a lot of stuff in my life and you wouldn't even know. And it's because you put that ultimate trust and you put that ultimate trust in the universe that it's going to hold and support you and channel through you what needs to be said at that time. So I had a rough plan because obviously I wanted to do some like little interactive things with my oracle cards and I wanted to put envelopes in the goodie bags as well with you know little tasks and practices. So I set some tasks and practices for people to go away and do when they got home. So I did plan that bit but the meditation I did I absolutely channeled. Um, I had never done that meditation before. Well I'd, I'd done similar but I definitely channeled what needed to be done in that particular meditation in more detail with them. Um, I then channeled my whole first talk and I channeled my whole second talk and I really loved how um, how well they flowed together. And I didn't fear it in that moment. I had absolutely no fear of, oh shit, what was if I don't know what to say? Like I've had no action plan here. Um, I knew that my first one I wanted to lead in with intuition and I worked on, I talked about purpose and intuition and what to do when you don't feel anything or don't sense anything and also about reclaiming our power and you know remembering that we are the oracle to not search externally for that validation or signs and then my second talk was a lot about purpose and it's really funny because I don't remember a lot of what my second talk was I was saying to them like my speakers afterwards I said you know when you have like spiritual amnesia like you've channeled so much that you generally can't vividly remember what you spoke about but I know it was good and everyone was like oh my god the second one was so amazing so I know it definitely helped people so definitely like allow spirit to channel through you in a really positive way set those intentions for love and light to come through you call upon your archangels call upon your light beings and definitely absolutely wing it and go with the flow because I know for a fact that when I feel pressured in those situations especially organizing your own event as well when you've suddenly got to stand up and think, right, I now need to be calm in my feminine and actually deliver a really helpful talk and I've been rushing around like a headless chicken all day, trying to freaking remember what you've written down or like what you've planned for a half an hour talks is very hard and like I said I've got an impeccable memory but when it comes to memorizing words or memorizing structures of what I need to do I'm terrible I can remember someone's face and I can remember a conversation I've had with someone like 
everyone said it. I was remembering people from who came to my uh, event three, four years ago and they were shocked that I remembered it. And, you know, I was remembering people I'd had sessions with a couple of years ago, client sessions, and they were like, how do you remember everything I said? And I don't know. I just have a really impeccable memory when it matters, but not for when I need to memorise what I need to talk about. So you don't want to be flustered. You don't want to put yourself on the spot. So I think definitely like, have that broad structure. If you're going to do little practices or Q&As, like have that structure. But I think your main content is so much more natural when you allow it to flow through you. You know, I set that intention of whatever my followers or guests needed to know would flow through me. And, you know, what the questions they were asking worked really well with the workshop and the feedback was that it it did really help. So I definitely feel more comfortable doing that as a speaker because although it may seem really lazy, which, well, I don't think it seems lazy, but I suppose to some people they'd be like, oh, that's, you know, really unorganised, that's really unprofessional. But altogether, people know what they're going to get from my work. They're going to get positivity, they're going to get love, they're going to get self-love they're going to get positive vibes, they're going to get help, they're going to feel good and they're going to learn how to manifest their best life. So it's not exactly like you go completely off topic, you know, it's like me going there and talking all about cleaning, it would be a bit odd. It's almost like switching your mind off and allowing spirit to channel through you. So instead of thinking like, I must deliver the best speech ever, it's whatever comes out is going to help someone. So I think as well, it's those expectations of yourself and also are yeah are you putting too much pressure on yourself to remember this to deliver the best speech ever you know everybody's got to start somewhere and it's that one step at a time and that was the massive theme between mine and my guest speakers talks all of us mentioned it is about doing everything one step at a time doing one thing good and then working on the next thing not trying to achieve everything all at once so I read the quote this morning and it makes sense for this of you can have anything but not everything. So remember like one step at a time, if you're feeling overwhelmed, if you're feeling like, oh my God, you know, just do it one step at a time. So whether that is practicing speaking in front of people, but again, like me, I can't practice because it will sound so much worse the second time around. So I just, for me, winging it works. For me, channeling what needs to come through on that day or on that time really works for me. But you know, equally, you may be different, you may want to practice. So, you know, the best thing of how to get start, you know, starting to public speak or do events is to get yourself out there, you know, get yourself on social media, you know, get yourself surrounded with like-minded people, you know, a lot of my friends host events, a lot of my kind of spiritual buddies host events, and that's kind of how we've all integrated, we've all kind of like helped each other out, spoken at each other's events, you know, vice versa, and that's kind of how you create that community. So a lot of it's word of mouth, a lot of it's like recommendations so you know there's definitely no right or wrong way to do it but make sure you're like you know getting yourself known in those crowds because you just don't know who might recommend you or who might say hey come and speak here um the money I'm going to talk about money side money is not actually that fantastic unless you are Tony Robbins <laughs> when I went to Tony Robbins they're like you can earn 90,000 pounds per hour I was like fantastic sign me up um I definitely do not earn that um I do a lot of free speaking actually just because I did want to get that experience and I did want to you know I was helping out my friends as well like you know it's their first retreat you want to help them out um and you know obviously at my events like you know that was reciprocated too so a lot of the time it's you know the opportunity of selling your products afterwards selling your books that's where the money normally comes from um 
and the exposure as well to new audiences. So definitely like, you know, work on that basis of go for the experience, go for the, you know, the kind of, hey, I've spoken at this event, go for the pictures, obviously, like pictures are always good to share with your followers, to share with your website and everything, um, and know that you can, you know, sell, sell things afterwards. So books, merchandise, courses, anything you've got, you know, that's your opportunity to really, you know, plug what you want to essentially of a business term, you know, you've got to get the business in there too. So I, I do love speaking. I don't think I could do it every week or, well, I suppose I speak in very different ways. I do podcasts, I do YouTube videos. So I do speaking pretty much every week, shall we say, but obviously in very different environments. It's one-to-one or it's basically on my own talking to a screen. Um, whereas, you know, some people do public speaking very often, but I know that would just energetically drain me. And it's really funny because all of us spiritual queen summit speakers were saying yesterday how we just feel absolutely zapped of energy. It's really funny how the energy kind of works, how it's not constant and fluid you have that kind of like energetic come down of you know and let's look at it from an adrenaline perspective as well like you are going to have that come down but you know it's just a kind of come down of you've given so much energy to the room you've bought your energy we there was so much amazing energy in that room anyway which was just incredible I've never been in an event where that energy was so high and amazing and everyone felt held supported and loved and I was so proud to be able to say that that was my event because that is all I would ever want. So, you know, the energy is everything in a room. So be prepared for the energy come down when you finish your speaking because the next day or the next following days, you will definitely like need to rest, go within, you know, get back in that divine feminine. You've been in your masculine, executing, speaking and delivering. It's time to go back into that feminine energy and really ground yourself, nurture yourself and fill your cup up again. So yeah, I definitely do not think I would be able to do this regularly. I think it would really deplete me and like, it's a lot of organisation. You know, it's a bit different when you're speaking at other people's events, but like planning your own events is like a whole nother podcast. (laughs) It's a whole nother thing to talk about. So yeah, I think for me, like doing two of my own events every year feels comfortable to me. So I've now launched my Spiritual Queen retreat that I'm going to be doing in July in Dorset. So if you want to um, obviously come along and join us, you can obviously see what happened at the summit on my website and you can obviously get all the details of the retreat as well. But I, I do love planning stuff. It does really like spark joy in me I love meeting you all you know like the best bit for me the other day was to meet you all to hug you to just spend time with you basically and you know someone said like who's your biggest inspiration in the panel at the end and for me it is you guys because I've seen you come along your journeys and you know when I have those moments of panic and fear and when I have those moments of why the hell am I doing this you know I only have to look at your amazing Instagram messages or YouTube comments or you know emails you've sent me like telling me of your successes telling me how my work has literally helped you manifest mind-blowing incredible things and I'm like that's why because your energy you know reminds me of why I'm doing this 
of that held and supported and love vibes. So yeah, it was an amazing day, quite emotional for a lot of us. It was a very proud, emotional, loving, supportive day. And I was so proud of all the amazing ladies who came by themselves to the summit, who met friends, you know, a lot of you made friends, which I was really happy about. Um, and you know, I've made friends with you guys as well. So it was a great day. Thank you all so much for coming. Um, and I really hope that, you know, all of the speakers, my workshops as well, have really inspired you. And I know a couple of ladies wanted to, you know, speak out more and do speaking as well. So I hope the workshops helped you and I hope this podcast has helped you as well. So thank you so much guys for listening to this podcast. I appreciate all your listens. Don't forget to subscribe if you're new here because I would love, love to see you again soon. Don't forget to join the conversation over on Facebook. I have a free law of attraction support group, which you can join and talk to myself and other like-minded souls. And of course, you can get all details about my events and life coaching over on my website, emmamumford.co.uk. So thank you so much guys for listening. I hope you have a fantastic week, whatever you are up to. And I will see you in my next podcast, which will be next week. Lots of love. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.